When I was at Bethel College going through my undergrad, I was becoming a teacher. Well, my first two years I was pre-med, so I guess I was all mixed up like everybody else, thinking I was going to do one and then moving on to another. And by the time I figured it out, I, I learned how to lesson plan. I learned how to write objectives. The one thing I, at that time, which is now a lot of years ago, uh, I never really learned how to manage a classroom. I never really figured out what are the, the takeaways, the tips to be able to really do a great job and not make it seem like I'm disciplining anyone or getting upset with them. So as a novice instructor, I was really left with a huge gap in a hole. And today's creative training tip for you is all about that novice um, presenter. If you're new to the presenting and instructing world, uh, this can really help you whiz by those first few programs and get you into not a chaotic world, but one that's calm and really going the direction you want. So number one, there are five tips. Number one, um, we want to have that smooth, natural voice, not condescending, not sing-songy. I've heard people going, all right, and always ending on an up note. That's sing-songy. What do you think about that? Oh, I love what you're doing. You know, always ending up is sing-songy. We want to make sure that we just have a smooth, natural voice. Now, when I listen to my podcast, I'm like, oh, it's such annoying a voice. But I've asked other people, and it, I'm using my natural voice. I'm not trying to be someone else. I'm not pacing myself any differently than I do on a day-to-day -day basis. I'm using my normal natural voice, and you want to start with that. Another one is using items and objects other than your voice as a way to communicate. So maybe it's hand signals by raising your hand and waiting until everybody sees that. Uh, or maybe it's clapping three times and having them clap back. Uh, I whistle. Oftentimes I'll whistle. Sometimes I use a chime uh, where I just use my chime and ring that and it's it works great. If you don't have a chime, a glass of water with a knife, ding, 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 works just as well. But you want to use things other than your voice to gain attention of learners because your voice sounds just like another voice. They're not trying to be difficult. They want to be with you. And so be sure to use something other than your voice. Another is just wait until everyone is with you to begin speaking. When I was giving a huge presentation, I, I had watched someone prior to me and she took the stage and it all became silent. And I thought to myself, that's what I want it to be like someday for me. And what I've learned is only speak when the room is quiet and ready. They will get themselves ready. I oftentimes use that chime like I just spoke of and then they're quiet and ready, but I'm waiting until they're ready to go and I'm not starting before that. As adults, they catch on very quickly that uh, I don't want to waste my time and I will nudge my neighbor because she's not starting until now. I don't be, don't be condescending with that. Don't give eye looks or shrugging your shoulders or crossing your arms. No, no, no. We want to make sure we are smiling and just looking around the room and greeting people with our eyes. That's going to be a great way for you to just gain authority and to not have chaos in that room. Now, sometimes we do have difficult participants in the room. We want to make sure that we deliver on those quickly and wisely. So using the room, using the space, listening to the podcast on dealing with difficult participants will be a great way for you to really hone on in on addressing behaviors quickly. And then the fifth tip is just have that well-designed course 
and have it be engaging using instructor-led participant-centered methodologies, much like in the, um, I have tons of examples in creative training, a train-the-trainer field guide for you to use, but it's just making sure it's designed well and that it's engaging. We always want to over-plan because when we under-plan, sometimes we just end up failing. So I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. So thankful that you're on today, and we'll see you next week.